work in silence Trying to stop the violence Cause I'm killing my goals Here's my story Just imagine how I'm living Only fresh and authentic Never shaking the twisted I'm going off the specifics Moving with high intentions And exercising my mission Blending purpose with vision Now take a sip and just listen uh. Hey and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade An original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code My name is Whitney B and I am your host And today we're going to talk about Why we should prioritize defining self-respect In three, two, Today is July 10th, 2018, and it feels so good to be back behind a mic. Let me tell you, the last few months have just flew on by, and I'm just grateful. I'm just really grateful to see another day and to just record another episode. Now, if this is your first time tuning in to Pink Lemonade, welcome and what's up? And if you're a regular subscriber, hey! This is a micro, a.k.a. very short podcast that explores personal development because before we can become dope go-getters, entrepreneurs, husbands, wives, or just overall contributors to society, we have to tap into our truths, accept them, and move forward to become the best version of ourselves. Now, I don't do this often, but if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, like, or comment on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Anchor, or any one of these other platforms. It's like everywhere, so (laughs) just make sure you subscribe. But on another note, did you hear that proclamation, though? R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Okay. Now, I am not going to embarrass myself, but every time I hear Respect by Aretha Franklin, I get chills. It's just bold, it's powerful, and it's, it's inspiring, and it's just so impactful to me, despite the fact that it was written and performed more than 50 years ago. As I was thinking about how I wanted to format this episode, I took a trip to the past to learn about this iconic song. So lo and behold, Aretha Franklin was not actually the original singer of the lyrics. What? Right? So there's a guy by the name of Otis Redding, and he actually wrote the song, and his version went a little something like this. vibes right and as it should be because both Aretha and Otis conveyed two totally different storylines and versions. Redding was this desperate guy who wanted to give his woman the world he didn't care less or he couldn't have cared less about her doing him wrong because as long as he was bringing home the money when he came home he made sure that he had his due respect now Aretha on the other hand she took his words and she added some background singers the essence of a little spelling bee and she decided to tell a different story 
She told the story of a strong and confident woman who took care of business and dared to be challenged about her worth. Now, it's not a secret that Aretha's version went on to become a commercial success, literally, and an empowerment anthem for the century. Now, I've listened to this song a million times, and as I listen, I realize how amazing it is that when you listen to song lyrics, it can change your total perspective on life and just put you on a different wavelength that you might not even thought about before. One thing in particular, and shout out to Aretha because she really inspired this, and I've really started to think about how I look at the concept of self-respect. Now, most people will say that they respect themselves, but what does that even really mean? I mean, I often hear the term self-respect and people use it interchangeably with self-esteem. But, you know, after I looked at everything, I realized that two words are two terms rather are not one and the same. When you have a sense of self-esteem, it's really based off of your ability to evaluate how well you do something in your direct success. So in other words, your self-esteem is embedded in your abilities. Esteem allows us to concentrate on how great or how terrible we are at something. And esteem can also rest in the hands of other people. How many times have you gotten geeked up over a compliment, especially when you thought that you weren't qualified or worthy enough to receive it? Now, when I first started my graphic design and video company, I, I was unsure. Like, I'll be the first person to admit that I was very unsure of myself. A lot of my skills did not come from my formal educational background, and I was very much so self-taught in what I knew. Now, when people would tell me, wit, you know, that's dope, that's amazing, or come to me like, oh, my gosh, like I can't believe you created this video or crying, like, it validated me. Um, but I had to realize that the compliments were not the one-all, end-all to validating me minus my skill set. And that's when I had to transition to understand that self-esteem was a lot different than respecting myself. You see, when you consider the term self-respect, it really stands out on a whole different level. Self-respect is literally the act of lacking yourself regardless. I emphasize the word regardless because it's an internal affirmation that despite the strength of your abilities, you like yourself independent of any external influences. So your boyfriend, your mama, your pastor, your boss, they can't give you self-respect, but they can definitely impact your self-esteem. Now, do you see the difference? Now, self-respect is not something that can be given to you. It is definitely a journey that you have to recognize early and you have to tweak it as you decide what it means for you. All too often, I realize that there's just been so much emphasis given to respecting other people. Think about it. My parents always taught me to treat adults with respect, which I did mostly. Um, there was a big old sign in my classroom in kindergarten by the cubby station and it would say something like respect our classmates or don't talk when the teacher is talking. And then, you know, when you go out into the real world and start to work, you learn how to respect your boss, your clients, your customers and coworkers. Now, all too often I hear people ask, how's married life treating you or how's work treating you? But never in my 27 years of life has anyone ever asked me, how are you treating yourself lately? So when I thought about that, I realized that I've collectively given my energy to treat everything and everyone with massive respect without giving thoughts wondering if I'm doing the same thing for myself. 
my thought process around self-respect literally matriculated in the last couple of months because I've been in situations where I felt like I wasn't respecting myself in the way that I deserve to. Certain individuals in my life, and I will say both personally and professionally, they just exhibited behaviors that made me feel like I was just settling. And I feel like when you settle, you suffer internally. Many times I never realized that I was settling for being mistreated and that made it worse because I was oblivious to why I didn't feel whole on the inside. And after a while, I just started to recognize a pattern and I'm like, <laughs> everything that I wanted was because I didn't communicate how I wanted to be treated. I accepted someone else's version of respect or lack thereof. And when I realized that I wasn't communicating, I had to sit down and brainstorm what it was that I actually wanted to communicate. I had to take time to truly get to know myself and I stumbled upon the realization that respect is an inside job and that inside job is intertwined with self-discovery. The more that you get to know you, the more you'll be comfortable not allowing someone that takes that very essence that makes you great. And when you're unsure or if you haven't taken the time to really sit down and think about who you are, you open up the door to allow other people to define who they think you are. Oftentimes when that door is open, we start to believe those narratives because we haven't spent the time to author our own distinct values and personality. In turn, we start blaming other people for how they treat us when really it starts with how we treat ourselves. Now, when you begin to respect yourself from the inside, you begin to shift from being a victim to being responsible for the role you play and how others treat you. People don't respect people who don't respect themselves, bottom line. And in order to gain the respect that you want from other people, you have to define what it looks like for you first. While respect is a universal term and it has some ubiquitous elements like treat others how you want to be treated or respect yourself or no one else will, I truly believe that its context changes based on who you're talking to. What may be disrespectful to you may not be given a second thought by somebody else. And I'm learning that you have to establish your boundaries with others early or otherwise they're always going to be crossed. We have to like and trust ourselves enough to address anything that causes us discomfort or otherwise we'll just continue to operate in these relationships and situations that make us feel small. Now, establishing and implementing boundaries are the only challenge and, and really it's only challenging when we respect others more than we respect ourselves. You know, I'm really on this mission to worry less about potential conflict of making others feel uncomfortable instead of, you know, harboring a conflict that I would have to face within myself. Self-respect, it really just means building boundaries and not allowing them to be broken at the expense of your wellness and peace to make someone else happy. Now, another element of self-respect that I've observed is really just monitoring how we speak to ourselves and about ourselves. Negative self-talk is real, y'all, and it's disrespectful, and it's disrespectful in a way because it sets the tone for self-destruction. Now, in fact, I found a study, and there was a study that claimed that negative self-talk leads to physical effects in your body. When you criticize yourself, you're essentially stressing yourself out and, and your body, and this produces high levels of cortisol, which is a chemical that is linked to weight gain, low immune function, high blood glucose levels, high blood pressure, and just a whole lot of other problems. Negatively speaking about yourself can legitimately hurt you. And one thing that I've learned over the years is that I am fully responsible for what I attract and speak into my life. 
I had to first acknowledge that I disrespect myself every time I say I can't do something or I think I may be right or saying sorry for things that did not warrant an apology for me. And I had to learn how to eliminate words that weakened my self-worth and replace them with words that did not diminish my existence. We may not be able to control what others say to us, but we can become the master of what we say to ourselves. And, you know, I'm just on this wave where I'm just not allowing self-talk to keep me in a state of disrespect. Now, before I close out today, um, there are two other things that I just want to bring to your attention. And I think this can help raise your levels of self-respect. And the one thing that I've learned is to not be apologetic about walking away from things that do not serve your best interests. Over the years, I've met and I've been that girl who clung to something because it was the right thing to do or felt like it was the only thing that I could do at the time. And I remember years ago working for a company that just made me feel miserable. I mean, I was at my worst. I stayed, you know, really, I just stayed at the company just for the prestige, just because, hey, I worked at this company. But in reality, I was doing work that I didn't that didn't allow me to truly exercise my abilities. I was around people who didn't make me feel like, you know, I was appreciated. And by staying in that position, I was essentially disrespecting myself and my employer too, if you want to keep it real. And most people would say, well, how? And I feel like when you don't operate in your gifts or abilities, you're being insubordinate to what you desire. So when you put what you truly want to do on the sidelines and you don't have that intention of putting it on the main stage of your life at any point, because I get it. Life happens. Sometimes you have to cast things to the side, but if you put something to the side with no intention of really exploring it or or bringing it into fruition, the respect that you have for yourself slowly deteriorates. You ultimately you're settling and accepting something that's not in line with, with you. Now, when I say that I was disrespecting my employer, I see it like this. Why would I stay in a position that someone else will appreciate and excel in because they're actually passionate about it? Every time we do something half-heartedly, we're disrespecting and taking opportunities from someone who could bring a certain level of passion that we can't. So never be afraid to say no or walk away from things that do not serve you. Because every time you say yes and don't mean it, you're disrespecting everything you are and everything that you could be. Your no can truly make a room for someone who wants to say yes and feel aligned with whatever is being offered. And now finally, I want to say this, and I think this is the most important, especially in this age that we're living in with social media and just constantly, you know, just seeing others and what they're doing. Because a lot of times we compare our insides to someone else's outside. And you have to understand that respecting yourself means not comparing yourself to others, point blank. And I'm not going to lie. I compare myself to other people. I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. Um, There was a old statement that I really loved when I was in college. I was a part of something called Optimist International, the Optimist Club. And there was a a phrase in their Optimist Creed that says something like, be so concerned with improving yourself that you have no other time to work for, to worry about others. And so I try to carry that, but you know, sometimes um, it doesn't exactly stay with me. You know, you get caught up in looking and comparing yourself to other people. Now, you know, when I do that, you know, I'm trying to measure myself up to others and, you know, I start to question myself. I start to question, you know, how well I am. I question my existence. And every time that I compare myself, I feel like I'm disrespecting myself. I'm subconsciously telling myself that I'm not good enough and what I bring to the table was invalid. And I'm learning to be grateful for who and all that I am, because at the end of the day, we were all purposely created. 
comparing ourselves is disrespectful because deep down we have to acknowledge that we are enough. Otherwise, why would we even be here? True self-respect is a concept that I am continuing to explore. I'm not going to lie and say that I have all the answers because I don't. And um, I'm striving to consciously monitor what that means for me and improve it by all means. And I know that just takes experiences and and just being bold enough to speak up in specific experiences or situations. Now, most of my life, you know, I've put a lot of emphasis on self-esteem. I thought self-esteem was the way, but I realized that there needs to be a balance of both to live a life that I can be proud of. Now, you have to remember to constantly ask your question, ask the question, how have I been treating myself lately? And you have to use that question to evaluate where you are in establishing your self-respect. Now, before we leave, I want to leave you with a quote. It's dope. It's by Stuart Snyderman. He says, self-esteem involves convincing yourself that you are better than you are. Self-respect involves building your character so that you become as good as you are capable of. So remember to never apologize for who you are. To be honest with yourself about what you want. And most importantly, never settle for how others think you should be treated. We all call the shots in our own life. Will you make the call? Thanks again for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade. Once again, my name is Whitney B and I am your host. If you like today's episode, please be sure to hit me up on Facebook at Pink Lemonade Podcast or on Twitter at Pink Lemonade Pod to let me know how you are taking your self-respect to the next level. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or SoundCloud to hear the latest episodes. Thanks again, and I will see you next week. Peace.